Welcome, everybody, to the 78th third birthday anniversary live recording of the Ministry of Dice podcast. Woo! Whoop, whoop. That's very confusing. But Yeah, well, because oh. you're looking at the live screen, whereas we're, we're ever so slightly ahead. Ah, yes. Just as in Se- life. 78 episodes, over 84 hours of Dice Masters conversation. 23,000 plays across 50 countries worldwide. And here we are, three years later. Who would have thought it? Those graphics look nice. I'll let you call me Rip Thunderstone. That's good, isn't it? I did, yeah. I thought you'd like that. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, so I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six. And with me today, I have Andy. A.K.A. Rip Thunderstone. <laughs> and we would like to welcome not only the listeners hello. but also our live audience who are currently watching us on youtube stream right now say hello everybody that was beautiful thank you thank you um so yeah we, we, we're going to record the whole episode live under the watchful eye of our youtube audience right now straight um, in Straight in Absolutely, as well. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. going to like build it up a little bit, but no, straight in. No. Bosh. Bish bash. You can't mess around with this stuff, yeah. Can't mess around with this stuff. As I said on the Facebook post I made earlier. I, was, I, pe- I saw that. People are going to get to see how the sausage is made without the magic of my post-production efforts. <laughs> yeah. We're here to record the episode live. We've got quite a bit lined up. We haven't really got much of an idea as to how long it may or may not take, so it could be a, an extended episode. Uh, a few kind of call-outs. We are going to be interacting with the live chat audience as we go along. So if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast that's going out on Monday, uh, we'll endeavour to do our best to kind of explain what's going on visually. Uh, and when we come to uh, Andy's Q Branch quiz in a short while, We'll be asking for some chat participation in that because they're going to help us bring it to life for the listening audience. Was I supposed but, to have prepared a Q-Batch quiz? Yeah, you did. You sent it over to me. I did it. Oh, it's no drama in that, is it? I was leading you into a little like, dramatic little segment, but no. No, I didn't realise. I, I wasn't quick enough on the uptake. Paisley. Uh, uh, <clears throat> what are you calling the Paisley out for? We love the Paisley. I don't like my best shirt on for these guys today. I WD forty my chair, and so now my room smells WD forty, and it still squeaks. It's not worked. No, that's not worked. It what is post production? Says Jocelyn. It's when you put the music behind you because you sound quality, you know, professional uh, all, with the music in the background. We should do it's that. Also, also, when I add the bleeps, when you're unable to keep your naughty, naughty mouth in check. Are you leading me into something? No, no, not at all. No, okay, just, no. just calling it out. <laughs> just calling it out so yeah birthday look happy birthday for the listeners uh chris has got a happy birthday sign behind him with some of the finest that dc and marvel comics have to offer on there yes yeah, oh big old squeak there big old squeak there yeah so um we'll get into what's coming up for the rest of this recording in a moment but as always my man how have you been what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded been up to quite a bit. Um, what have I been doing? Playing some Apex. Played some Apex last night with Javier. He should be in the chat in a minute. 
Kind of wise not here already. That was fun. Uh, did Dice Masters live streaming on the YouTube. That was exciting as well. What did I do? Did the Avengers versus the Black Order? We did, Wednesday. yeah. We did, that, yeah. That was good because I won for once. <laughs> Two games, no less. Yeah, back to back wins. So that was good. Although, although, spoiler alert for anyone who's not watched it yet, you might want to go and check it out. Oh, yeah. I may have won. <laughs> you um, might have won. <laughs> and then we did, uh, oh, I can't remember what you played. I did my same fish team because I was being really busy at work and didn't put anything together. What else did I get up to? I'm sure I did loads of stuff. Uh, played some uh, more Exploding Kittens with the family lamp. That's nice. Very good. Uh, they enjoy that. Other than that, it's been quite worky related. Not done a lot else. You've been working like a dog, man. I like have, dog. but, but <clears throat> two weeks holiday. Yes, yeah. Um, that's um, a good point, though, because the the birthday is actually on the 21st. It's next week. Um, but we're doing it the Friday before because next Friday you're on holiday. I am. And it's my son's birthday next weekend, so we weren't able to do next weekend. So we're actually ever so slightly ahead. So we're not quite, not quite three years old yet. Just ever, ever so short. Just a little bit. So your son shares the birthday of the podcast. So you, did you do the first episode on your son's birthday? Uh, no, his, so his birthday is the 24th. So we would have recorded it in advance of that. Of course um, we did. Yeah. Uh, I may have done a sneaky bit of editing over his birthday weekend once or twice. Nah. <laughs> but he was young enough that once the once he'd gone to bed obviously this year that birthday is going to be a little bit different because we can't really hold a party so uh, a week on saturday we've we're doing a uh, he's in charge for the day thing that can only I mean, go well yeah uh, well he's already he's already laid out some of his uh, some of his requirements he's having sweets and ice cream for breakfast he tells us um and he wants to stay up late. That's that's the two things that he's already kind of called out. Oh, mate! If you get that, then you've got away with that lightly. No, I think there'll be uh, there'll be some takeaway food orders, and we'll all have to play whatever games he chooses to play, which I suspect will probably involve some of this Lego. Oh, okay. Which I'm I'm sat next to the Lego right now. I was very worried about what you were gonna. Lift up <laughs> what I was going to produce. <laughs> That's a bag of cocaine or something. Like, oh. No, no, I don't think my son is hiding cocaine in his Lego drawers. Not yet. Give just, it a cute just, couple of years, though. Just little Lego men. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, if he wants to fight, look, he's been making his own little people, which is kind of interesting. Um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, we were we were talking about you and what you were getting up to. Uh, yeah, I think that is about it i can't think of anything else oh movie watch watched hot fuzz i did put on the, the when we were doing the stream that i'll talk about that that was a very good movie i've forgotten how good it was <clears throat> did remind hot me of me and you hot a little fuzz, bit yeah. to be fair yeah i said you're nick frost clearly yeah i agree with that unfortunately and i'm the i'm the simon Pegg character also watched a couple of other movies that i was going to talk about can't remember because I've had a couple more beers now. Right, right. They were good though. That's doesn't bode that's... well for the rest of the podcast. I can't remember. I prepped no. it. Movie watched. That's... I watched a few movies. Oh, skyscraper with the rock. That's a good bit of old fashioned action. That okay. Very good. 
Yeah, it's good. Man. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Thank it, you, for, it thank was you like, for the recommendation. It's like a bit of, bit of up-to-date Die Hard with The Rock. He's only got one leg. The Rock's only got one leg? Yeah, at one point he uses his prosthetic leg to keep the door open. A little bit like um, John McClane keeping the, you know, when he puts the gun and then he reminded me of that. It's not very similar, but um, made me chuckle. <laughs> Poor man's diehard. No, it's like the modern day diehard with like technology and iPads. And that concludes my two weeks. Well, okay then. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Shall I tell the viewers a little bit about what I've been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Yeah, go on. Are you Make sure? Sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so yeah, game gaming with the Kitty Winks, um, mostly with the hashtag competitive daughter of mine. We've had the Panda Dice out. We've had the Love Letter out. There's been a few of the Pokemon set decks out. It's been wet and miserable, hasn't it? So we've been we've been board gaming it up a storm. And me and the hashtag competitive wife played a little bit of Smash Up the other night as well. One of our one of our favourites, which is about the about the limit. It's about the limit of kind of competitive player versus player type stuff I can get her interested in. Um, so quite a bit in the non dice masters run. I too have been playing a little bit of Apex. Uh, I went I went off it and then back on it for a bit, and now I'm back off it again. Oh, that's been going. Yeah. Cross play coming though. Yeah, and I'm excited about that for sure. Um, so the MOD can uh, lay waste to all before them. Yeah, well, it will be the MOA Ministry of Apex from that point forward, perhaps. Yeah, we, we can ditch this dice bollocks. And... <laughs> yeah, just get on to that, get that. Does that I count? Don't... I'm I sure usually you've, let, you've, you've, can, you've, you've let a bollock through before. I think you've let, kinda, lot, yeah, you've let a bollock hang before. Yeah, um, I've, slipped, I've definitely slipped a few of those through the cracks. Oh, um, he's here! <laughs> oh, Javier, you all right, mate? That's Javier. We were rocking it last night. He gets panicky, though, he does. Wait, what, when the actions, when the bullets yeah. are flying? Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, and then on the Dice Masters front, uh, obviously, the game with yourself that uh, we played last Wednesday with the Avengers versus Black Order. I really enjoyed that, actually. I thought it was a great match. Uh, I loved having uh, the kind of theme element involved in it, but they were also, they're actually really kind of well put together little units in terms of how they interact and work together. I think the wider card pool for the Avengers is obviously an advantage, but um, they were, yeah, they were super thought fun. And I, and I loved how it ended in a very themey way. You say that, but I stuck to the Avengers Infinity Camp. Infinity campaign box. That's true, actually. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, fair enough. So yeah, they were good, good, good fun to play around with. I didn't, I didn't have all the Black Order cards that I would have liked to have used. Uh, and then I also played some games with the uh, UK crew on Tuesday. Nice, which was pretty good. It was four and sevens, so half your team had to be four cost, half your team had to be seven cost, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I won that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, with it's quite some, good uh, at this game. Some classic true Mister Six spam. I used uh, these that super rare from Civil War, Natalia Romanov. The one oh yeah, was... one dice, the special dice. Yeah, when when she attacks, she does four damage to your opponent. And then I had Orion, who when he attacks, he does two damage to his opponent. Orion. Uh, yeah. From CR Which Game was... Room. This is a bit like CR Game Room, isn't it? A bit CR Game Roomy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun hanging out with those guys as well. Had a good game against Stu and a good game against Mike and 
played Ollie as well. Ollie nearly took me actually, really took me down. Uh, we were right on the cusp of, he was on four life, I was on one life. And it was just all down to rolls, all down to rolls. I love it when that happens, you know. Nice. <laughs> I can't keep up with the chat. I don't know what is going on in there. Oh, there's Mike. Hello, Mike. Oh, TJ's here. I'm so behind on, on the chat action. Cool. Uh, so what's going on in the world of Dice Masters? Uh, I wanted to take a moment to remind the viewers stroke listeners about oh, the yeah. UK Games Expo. I keep we are, yeah. I keep thinking we're just chatting. And then, we're not. Like, we're not. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's actually... We're just recording as normal... But with people watching us. See, behind the scenes, when we do the intro and the outro, I stand up usually, but I can't stand up because I should just be staring at my groin, which would not be great. No, especially because he's not wearing anything. True that. Nothing from the waist down. Can't do it. showed me just before we went live. That's what was going on when the confetti was falling. Yeah. Podcasting is a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the, the moment the confetti actually started moving was the moment that Andy stood up and showed me his tackle true that don't forget to subscribe (laughs) (laughs) so the uk games expo i'm sure they'll be so happy to be associated with us right now um so mod pdm is taking place at the virtual uk games expo on saturday august the 22nd i popped a post on the blog the brutal6.com blog the other day that had the challenge link to register and the uk games expo link uh, just incidentally i know that a lot of you you guys out there are all kind of gamers outside of just dice masters as well there is tons of great stuff going on at the uk games expo um yeah. i'm i'm particularly excited about the live nightmare broadcast I don't know what that's going to look and feel like, but I think that's awesome. Well, as and in the eighties TV show. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, with the helmet and everything. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be all about. Uh, the dart room are on, which at, at UK Games Expo events, the dart room are like super difficult to get tickets for. But obviously, because it's virtual this year, everybody can watch it, which is awesome. They're doing some fun kind of um, stand-up comedy debates, like Marvel versus DC and Dungeons and Dragons versus Magic: The Gathering and stuff. Ian Livingston's doing a live reading of one of his uh, adventure books. Loads of great stuff. Loads of great stuff. In addition to the fact that we've got uh, a Dice Masters event. Um, <clears throat> I think one of the things that, for fear of repeating myself, one of the things I sort of mentioned in the blog post is that Dice Masters in the UK has got a long history with the UK Games Expo. It does indeed. Long history. First ever UK National Championship was there in 2015. The uh, UK National Championship that we met each other for the first time at was there in 2016. In 2017, they held it in a flipping basement. Smell. Yeah. In a. Saint swear word. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's all you know all. It's all relative, isn't it? Yes, I understand. Yeah. Apologies. Um, And. The, that was the, we also had uh, have I put you off yeah I can't remember what I was talking about the the legacy of the UK legacy. Games 2018 it was there yes it was yeah that was the Yuanti year Blech. 2019 whiskeys decided just to not bother and 2020 uh, we can't leave our houses no but we're, we're taking legacy. care of it anyway we're taking yeah. care of it anyway MOD yeah. are stepping up to the plate yep it was the UK Games Expo was also where the Harlequin team pack, Harle- Harley Quinn team pack was first ever unboxed and revealed by, by our good selves. Yeah. Boom. Also, and, also and the pre-invasion pack. Yeah, the pre-invasion pack. 
we shared it. You held one picture of you with one picture of me with the other, and then we sat outside, and you were like hurriedly trying to do stuff with WordPress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cracked it at the end though. Uh, and the following year, we got a couple of game tech spoilers for the Spider-Man campaign box that is still yet to arrive. Oh yeah, yeah. And we've had stuff in the glass cabinet, you know, um, reveals of packaging and stuff. So loads of great stuff has been going on at the UK Games Expo. And incidentally, it's the fourth largest tabletop gaming convention in the world. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, for dropping them facts, dropping them facts that are st- stripped off the UK Games Expo press pack they sent me. <laughs> Origins was big though. Origins was bigger. Did I tell you I went to Worlds? True story. Mate, you're never gonna believe what just went across the ticker tape at that very moment. In real life or in like eighteen seconds? Oh, in eighteen seconds time. Just as you said I went to Worlds, the phrase Andy went to Worlds went across the bottom of the screen. Pro timing. That's uh yeah, that's exceptional. Is that uh, so is that PewDiePie pride? you were talking about before we went live jesus man slow down on them budweiser's also why are you drinking american lager stick with my american pals mm. all right well, fair enough. Tell, we're not sponsored that. by budweiser i've got um well, what are you drinking whatever i had in aldi Bira mapelli which i think <laughs> is basically a rip-off of Bira moretti yeah it's the northern uh, version the northern version yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah we do things a bit different up, the, up this end, although TJ's, he, you know, he's north of the wall with the White Walkers and what have you, isn't he? It's um, just like, Moretti. <laughs> what are you looking for? What are you? <laughs> Another one. Oh, Jesus. This is going to go. You realise we've got one, two, three, four, like another five segments to get through. It's right, because we'll do two one week and then we'll do two next week. No, no, we're doing them all this week. It's not. It's not quite. It's not quite a usual podcast recording in that respect. Uh-oh. Yeah. What's coming up for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> what is coming up for this episode? What, a, what an amazing segue I've just lent you into. Yeah, absolutely. So let me tell the listeners a little bit about what we've got coming up in this episode. So we, we've got your Q branch, that little quiz that you prepared for us that we'll be moving on into momentarily. Just a bit of fun, usual Ministry of Dice stuff to have a bit of a laugh. Um, and enjoy some quiz action, but with a bit of a twist to acknowledge the fact that we're broadcasting live on YouTube right now. Um, then I'm looking at my list. Then it's on to the Ask Me Anything segment. So any burning questions that you may have ever wanted to ask us here at the Ministry of Dice, now is your chance. We've had a couple sent through in advance, so we'll get started on those. But if you're here with us in chat, we'd really appreciate you popping any questions up that you may want to add to the list. Uh, and then Andy, if you could be on, I don't know, question clocking duty for me. You got it. Thank you very much. On the case. Um, you, and you'll do an excellent job of every faith in you. Um, so we've got the Ask Me Anything, which will be taking place when we're answering questions. For better or for worse, whatever you may want to ask. Fortunately, those that have been pre-submitted are Dice Masters related, which is quite nice. Um, that is quite nice. Dice Masters. Is, what's, what's Dice Masters? I, I know, exactly, which is which is pretty helpful. Um, but, you know, we'll answer anything, whatever. That's uh, We'll just do our best with whatever you've got to throw at us. Eight and three quarter inches. I don't believe you. It must be cold in that room there right now. It is. Yeah. That's not as Oh. Andy. It's incredibly hot. <laughs> well, these are the risks you take when you go live. Life, life to drive. Yeah. When the, the rubber meets the road. 
<laughs> that's my favorite that's my favorite guest quote of all time on the show is it it's my that is my favorite thing my second favorite thing is scads and scads advice from troy yeah 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 absolutely um, what's I've, a scad I've... i don't even know what a scad is but it just works it's a thing it's a thing it's a thing now uh, last time we questioned it troy sent me a google link oh, explaining he? it like an urban dictionary google link explaining it so it's a thing it's he a thing message me scads and scads of dice didn't message uh, me. Well, uh, Troy will have to stand to account for that in the chat right now. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it's because uh, I've played him twice and beat him twice. Then I've got some listener correspondence. I had something come in the post to the uh, the Bitroller 6 no Towers. Way. Yeah, I'll give you a little Amazing. peek from the bottom, bottom of the screen there. Oh, could that be a... Ooh. Oh. 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 Yeah, a bit of correspondence. <laughs> Stuart in the chat says, never work with children, animals or Andy. He's been doing it for three years. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's it's the it's part of the dynamic. It's part of the dynamic. It's why we work. Is that we record for like four hours and then Chris like edits it down to an hour, <laughs> and there's like three hours of me just swearing, <laughs> talking absolute. Tosh. To be to be fair, of the two of us, I would argue that I've got the filthier mouth. Well, you are northern. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, now I'm plural. Scad. He's, he's he has put it in chat. So scad. <laughs> noun plural, especially collectively. Scad, especially referring to two or more kinds of species. Scads. Is that straight out of the uh, dictionary? S- straight out of Troy. That would be the uh, probably the Harvard Harvard dictionary. Can we get a book review? Not tonight, no. But that would be awesome. I haven't I, just Paul. I've not spoken to him in ages. Not properly. We've we've obviously sent a few instant messages back and forth. Um, he's getting all right. He's getting on all right though, folks. And he'll be back with some book review soon enough at your request. Twenty three minutes. We haven't finished the intro yet. I know. So listener correspondence. Then at the end of the episode, stick with us till the end because we've got a giveaway. Uh, and I think there'll be many of you very interested in what we've got to lay down as the prize for this giveaway. So stick around for that. And that will hopefully bring us to the close of episode number, whatever it is, 78, 78. third anniversary special. But I'm sure there'll be more random stuff happening in between. How many <sighs> listens? How many countries? Give it. Give us the stats again. Uh, the stats again. Let me get, I'll have to, allow me to consult my notes. Um, 84 over 84 hours of of chat across the 78 episodes clearly we run longer than an hour on a number of them 23,000 well it was over 23,000 plays 23,000 plays across the three years uh incidentally i think it's on the ticker tape or will be coming up on the ticker tape soon um the average listens per episode is 304 well chuffed with that and be listened to over 50 countries Although I do suspect, I do suspect we've got to take some of that with a pinch of salt, the listen numbers and the uh, and the number of countries we listen to, because a couple of the um, East Asian listens, I think, might be bots. Nah, I'm massive. I am massive in Japan, mate. <laughs> Goes yes, back. you are. We had a, had a whole period of loads of um, loads of Japanese listens for a period of time. Back in the 80s, it was me and the Hoff. We toured together. <laughs> <laughs> me and the Hoff. It was amazing. Best time of my life. 
little known fact for the viewers, actually, uh, just Andy mentioned he's got a relationship with the Hoff. The idea for Kit in the car, the talking car, originally came from Andy. He was just there one day and he said, hey, Hoff, I've just had this really bright idea about a talking car. And uh, David Hasselhoff offered Andy the part of the voice of the car, but after they recorded the pilot, he sacked him off. Ruthless, Hoff. Ruthless. Yeah, he went all Hollywood on Andy. You can tell by the look on his face, he doesn't like Bring out of order. it. I haven't spoken to him since, which is a bit of luck, because he was, he was in some kind of controversy, was he? No, that was Mel Gibson, sorry. That's a different story for another time. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't. Let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. And on that note, should we get on with the quiz? Notes are for how much is. You should know these things off the top of your head. Hey, Ryan, mate, you get to those kind of stats and we'll talk again, all right? <laughs> oh, don't start firing shots. <laughs> dear, my, dear my mother will turn up in a minute and then that will just <laughs> on your chips. Right. Let's, it, let's, let's go. Should we, should we go on to the next segment? Let's go on to the next segment. Let's, let's do the quiz. Go on. Let's see if it works. Hey, there we go. There's a time delay, so I can't see if it has worked at this point. No, I can't see it if it's worked either. Hopefully, it's worked. Andy's Q branch. Andy's Q branch. Absolutely. Yeah. So you will see now that the screen has changed. There has been a little transition. We've got the chat up. Uh, then there's a picture box in the centre, which is currently showing the little Andy character. And then we've obviously got us carrying on, chunnering on. Please do also notice if people are interested in the ticket tape, which the chat seemed to indicate they were earlier, um, there's new mod facts new rattling mod facts. around for you to enjoy there. Uh, but uh, Andy, do you want to explain to the viewers, stroke listeners, what is going to happen in today's Q branch? Okay, so today's Q branch is a visual, a visual Q branch. We'll start off with a very, very close up image. Like that, but closer. Of a card from the Dice <laughs> Mate, Matt, back off. I don't, I don't need to see that. You love it. For the podcast listeners out there, he's just got very close to the screen. <laughs> you can get those little tapes and you put them on your nose and then when you pull them off, like the blackheads come off. Thank you, mate. Yep. Mate, you can't let me lose my thing. Um... You're talking about the quiz. It's a visual. Visual. They're going to get a close-up. That's it. Visual. Visual. Um, And you'll get a really close-up image of a card. And the chat have to not only tell us if they know what the card is, but they have to give us some descriptive words so that we can make it audio-friendly, else this segment's going to go right down the toilet. Um, Absolutely. So some descriptions. We'll read them out and then have an idea of what the card is. Then we'll step back a step. Step. Yeah. Step, zoom yeah. out. Zoom, zoom out. out That's the words. Uh, yeah. So we'll zoom out so that you can uh, have another go. Bit easier if you don't get it. Not really a Dice Masters player. Just saying. And then we'll see if you're right. And then we'll have the whole picture of the card. And then we'll show the picture, yeah. So to be clear, chat, what we want out of you first is not guesses. We want descriptive words. Descriptive uh, what's the word? Paint, paint the picture yeah. using language so that we can then communicate the picture that you're, that you're painting for the audio listeners so that, they, so that they can try and guess what the picture is too. Not then until the second slightly zoomed out image can you start firing your guesses out. That was it. Yeah. 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 Sorry, mate. I got what you. Safe, what safe can go wrong? 
What can go wrong indeed, yeah. So, uh, is everybody clear in chat? I'll wait for the time delay to catch up. But is everyone clear in chat on what we're asking? 18 seconds, let's count them down. 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. There it is. Jocelyn doesn't seem to quite get what's happening. Oh, sorry. Mike gets it. It looks like Ryan Slater gets it. He um, will. Yeah. Say what? Say what? <laughs> Here we go. Say it again. It was hard enough the first time, but let's have a go. Right, you'll get a picture. It's a real close-up picture of a card. Give us some descriptive words, and we'll say them out loud. Um, we'll step back to a second image, which is slightly further out have a guess see what card it is and then we'll see if you're right or not yeah Stu got it, it. He, he can he can hold the chat together <laughs> yeah that's it Stu, you're being appointed de facto moderator mod you, moderator you, you keep that you keep that jay balmy in check you know what i'm saying so i'm just chopping topping beer up and I've got to say, actually, I, don't know, I know you've not had a chance to listen yet, Andy, but uh, Double Double and Dice this week, everyone should go give that a listen. It's, it is educational. Is it? Yeah, I mean, obviously not as educational as an episode of the Ministry of Dice is proving to be right now. Um, it's good. Wait, for, <laughs> wait till you get to ask us some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, let's get cracking on with the pictures then. So the first image, I'm going to throw it up. Don't want rare Spider-Man forever. Absolutely, I don't want any guesses. We need descriptive language to paint a picture for the audio listeners first. Here we go. Picture number one. Say what you see, folks. Say what you see, folks. Oh, hello. Catchphrase. Yeah. So, give us some. You know, I've gone blank. TJ will know. He'll crop up on the chat with the answer in a minute. Um. So give us some descriptive language that we can then read out aloud so that the players at home listening to the podcast right now can make an attempt at guessing themselves. I'm so, just watching this ticker tape. There's something about me going to McDonald's. <laughs> I don't remember submitting that one. No, you did not. I added a few. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, right, uh, here we go then. So the chat's kicking off. We've got uh, Black Arm. Oh, teach, uh, teach, teach, teacher said... Oh, it looks like black PVC arm. Black, black PVC arm. Arm with widow's height. Oh, he's giving the answer. Let's not do that. Yeah. I see a bit of red hair yeah. on a Russian lady. Some wisps yeah. of red hair. This one's an easy one. I started off quite easy. Oh. <clears throat> Justin says white face with black hair because she's obviously looking at the picture. You know, if you kind of look at it, it's like one of those visual puzzle type thing. Oh. Thanks, Mike. That's... That's creative. Yep. <laughs> right. Let's go to the let's go to the slightly zoomed out one. Now, you can, now let's start firing your guesses in. But I'm pretty sure everyone in chat has got it. The Baines of the first UK nationals. I'm looking for a Bane from the first UK nationals to complete my promo set. Incidentally, there was no Bane. PM. Bane. Second yeah, there's one. one I'm, third, there's one. I'm, third, third yeah. One. There's there's one of the Baines. I haven't got one of the promo. Uh, but yeah, you can get your guesses in now, folks. I think that's. I think I'm going to have Green Hull Goliath, Green. Nick White. Well done, Nick. What, no. That guy, he knows his cards. So what card could possibly be a black arm? Yeah, there we go. Red hair. 
Serena. Serena. Yeah, absolutely well, it is. Keeping us on point. There she is, Black Widow Serena. That's yeah. Incidentally published before we started podcasting. Was there a time before the Ministry of Dice? There was a time before the Ministry of Dice. It was full of podcasts with lists of cards. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any of them are about. I wonder if any of them are about right now watching. Um, Little note. Right, here we go. Oh, go good on. Cut, good cutting in. No, no, no. It's probably best. No. All right. Let's do that then. Yeah. Here we go then. Uh, so the next image, folks. So right now, chat, we're just looking for descriptive language to help the audio listeners out and help them understand what we're looking at. Stuart in chat, he says he's copied TJ. I think TJ is often an inspiration to us all. Uh, folks, you might want to tune into episode 79 coming in two weeks on Monday. If the activity of TJ Bazilla is of interest to you. Do you know what I often say to myself? After I've said to myself, what would Chris do? I will then say, what would TJ do? Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Which is only sensible. It's a, it's a fine way of, of living your life. Right. Uh, Dante's right. in. He says he's looking at a pink, pink rabbit. rabbit. It's a pink rabbit. So, listeners, what card could we be looking at right now, zoomed in, that could be described as a pink lady. rabbit? <laughs> a rampant rabbit. <laughs> oh, I see. What do you oh. say? <laughs> a fuchsia streak from Jocelyn. A, a, uh, a, a, ne- a neon... <laughs> A neon jumpsuit on someone who likes shopping. <laughs> Tequila sunrise in a blender. I like Ryan's thinking there. Uh, Nick's saying, is it someone making a lobster bisque? I hope this is helping our audio listeners out to narrow down what card it is we have zoomed in. Uh, Stuart says it's a yellow background with a pink stripe going through the middle. Stuart's there for the... He's there. He's doing his moderator job. He's keeping it alive for yeah. the audio listeners. Pink I'm go- I don't know what I'm going to do with this audio episode next week now. Oh, phallic you- ain't a swear word. Phallic's you- in the dictionary and sh- stuff, isn't it? Well, it is, but... Puce backdrop and a pink thing with a line of black on the right. <laughs> a flamingo in custard. There we go. I think the uh, the black line on the, on the right-hand side is you blurring out the uh, card number, I believe. Is that correct? So that they couldn't see the card number. I'm not quite sure what it is. I'm I think, not going to lie. I, I did, definitely didn't purposefully blur anything. All right, fair enough then. I thought you'd done it to blur out the, the card text at the side, you know, with the card number. All right, yeah, let's, uh, let's, exactly zoom, let's zoom this bad boy out. Let's have a look now. What have we got here? Let's see if uh, this makes things a little clearer for the viewers. Um, so a few quick descriptive words and then your guesses, please, folks. Uh, if it helps, incidentally, a bit of a clue for the audio listeners. This is possibly second to Common Kate Bishop, of course. My absolute oh, favourite card. Oh, Ryan, right in there. Straight in there. Boom. Yeah, Swiping. it is indeed. Well done, Ryan. If And uh, listeners at home, if you've clocked the pink flamingo in custard as being the collector. Oh, you went with Cosmic Curator. Curveball. Curveball. Clearly, when I was talking about my favourite card in the game ever, I was referring to Tamlia Tivan. Is so that I'm really your favourite card either? Ever? Well, I mean, what would you present some alternative options? Boom, that boom. May... Johnny Storm. No, I, th- I think I like. Co- oh, Johnny Storm's, yeah. No, I think I'd go with Collector before Johnny Storm as well. Nobby. Well, that, that's kind of a double hander. Static Field. That's what she said. What, static field? No. 
it's kind of a double hander. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're kind of naming cards that all sort of, you know, work together in terms of making the team. It is an awesome card, Jocelyn. I 100% agree. I mean, it's well known how I feel about the collector. It's not, I don't like it. No, I know you don't. Right, next image. Here we go. What are we. Didn't like it. Yeah, you couldn't get on board with it, could you? Yeah. Lit but heroin. Didn't like that either. No, no. That's. uh, And now you have dentures. Um... (laughs) Right, here we go. Ryan's in with a guess. A tire in the sand, Ryan says. This is what we're looking at right now with with image number three. Now, this. is a card. Mike Pugh, right now, folks, uh, for the for the benefit of the audio listeners, <laughs> he retracted his message. Retracted his message. So, oh, where that, where he went with that, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Keep that descriptive language coming in to help the audio listeners, please, folks. There's definitely, yeah. There's like I can see the sand. What Ryan's saying with the sand because there's like a yellow, yeah, okay, a yellow patch there. Yeah, there's a dark bit at the top and a yellow bit at the bottom. Nitwell says he misses the rains down in Africa. Oh, what a tune. A manhole, bit of a cape and a shoulder pad. Man- oh, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Maybe see that. Um... <laughs> oh, dear. It was for the best, lads. Okay, thanks, Mike. Mike, uh, audio listeners, Mike says he retracted that message for the best. All right, PM me, Mike. Let me know because curiosity is getting the best of me. All right, let's zoom it out. We can start getting guesses in now. What are we looking at here? There's definitely a sandy element there, Ryan. But it wasn't a tyre. There is. My chat stopped working. It was a musical instrument. Oh, I can't help you with that. Uh, last thing I've got there is Dante saying a sandy shield icon. Yeah, it's a musical instrument. Ryan, first out the gate again. Well done, Ryan. It is the Half-Elf Bard. There we go. Masters, Lords, Alliance. What a card. Now that, my friends, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, is a card. Yeah. I mean, uh, talking about the UK Games Expo legacy, uh, as I was referring to before, the, the old Bard imprisoned combo really landed with the top two players, Ben and Paul. Both running half elf bard imprisoned, uh, along with uh, Oracle, Elfie, all the classics. Oh. And then the following year, Dice is... Masters Pawn. <laughs> That's uh, again. You've just named one of our ticker tapes. So our top three searches, <laughs> incidentally, if you want to try and find the Ministry of Dice using keywords, <laughs> is Pawn, Nash Bridges. And then Dice Masters. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if, you just, if you're at work, bring up your browser, put porn in the top. If you want to find it's us a... quick, and then, you know, we'll be the top. It's not a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, on to the next picture then. What have we got here? What's going on here? What um, is going on there? Let's, uh, let's get your descriptive words in chat. I'm going to think there's, so we've got like, Sort of white stripes on a black background. Stu Dixon says it looks like Annie Lennox. Is that the half elf bard or the new picture? Half elf bard. Looks like Annie Lennox. That's a good shout, actually. What's a good shout? Uh, That half elf bard looks like Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. The half elf bard does look like Annie Lennox. The British version of the Hollywood sign. (laughs) 
and his mum's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, what could what could the zoomed image be that's described by Andy's mum's teeth? Piano tie. Um, piano tie. Andy's mum with a piano tie on. Uh, I noticed Jocelyn said something there. What just looks like a zoomed in Punisher logo. Ooh. 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 Lights in the ceiling. <laughs> like waking up from a visit to the MOD office after drinking with them. Yeah, just oh, oh, yeah. right, American. Like, they can't drink anything more than two percent lager. Right here we go. I've Sorry. zoomed out. I think this oh. is going to. Um, You'll get it from this one, surely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, they'll get it. But we're looking at a wisp of red hair over a black t-shirt with white text, white text that says the. And you can just make out the top half of the next word. Ryan says it's the man. So the this can only be. That's Zip, right, folks. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Although I noticed when you uh, set the quiz up, you went with the forecast. Well, little known fact, I discovered that card. <laughs> okay. Yeah. True. That is a true story. Yeah. Yeah, Mike says the only good card in modern. <laughs> Becky Lynch is the only good card in modern. Oh, is it? Aquaman disagrees. Aquaman. Aquaman. Right, let's get ourselves onto the next image. What oh, on earth could we be looking at here? Let's have your descriptive language in the chat, folks, to help the audio listeners out listening to the uh, podcast version of this recording. I mean, I'm feeling the word furry. Furry. Like my beard. And your hair. Mm, yeah, I've got COVID hair. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the state of that. Like, uh, so Andy's obviously looking at... Um, shall I part it like that and look like a kind of 90s baggy dude? Uh, a mm. lion's mouth just at the chin, says Ryan. Dante says a furry yeti. That's interesting. I could see that. A furry yeti. A lion's beard. I think they're on to us. I think they're on to us, Andy. It's the camera under Andy's desk. <laughs> I like him. Oh dear, Mike says the camera under Andy's desk. Yeah, uh, Nick a says this image pant. has no text. Looks like a furry helmet. Furry helmet. Yeah, like um, <laughs> that like is the camera of, under my desk, like mate. A, like a decorative headdress. Here we go. There it is. I think they're onto us, mate. I think they knew, knew what this was all about. Oh, best card in the game. Best card in the game. Here we go, folks. Uh, chat, what are we looking at right now? Help the audio listeners out. <laughs> we are looking at, that's right, Vixen, Mari McCabe. Yeah, tremendous. <laughs> right, on to the next image. Let's get this rocking and keep this rocking and rolling. What are we looking at here, folks? So, chat, help the audio listeners out. Let's have some descriptive words to help them understand. Ryan just bet you. What did he bet you? Beat so in him. chat, um, comics Mike is saying that he's just been, just had a bet from. No, I think he meant beat. Oh, not like they've laid down a bet. Like Andy will fall off his chair drunk by the conclusion of this. No, nah, mate, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, they're still on the vixen right now in chat, folks. Still on oh. the vixen in chat. Right, okay, here we go. We're getting some descriptions. Yeah, they're really they're onto this. They're clocking them. <laughs> Fast Black in chat. skull on fire. On fire. Mm. Red skull. Yeah. 
pure metal with a little bit of colourful descriptive language to bring it to life from TJ there. Uh, Black Skull in tomato soup. Oh, That's Stuart. Inter- oh, yeah, you need to be on live. Interesting enough, Stuart. And again, this is in the ticker tapes. Keep an eye out for this one. Our most listened to episode in the three years was an episode entitled Tomato Soup and Mango. Notable for the guest bar appearance from our man Jordo over at DM North. Jordo, Jordo. Jordo. But named after a short story at the beginning of the episode where I explained to Andy that I was running late because my little girl, the hashtag competitive daughter, was a bit poorly. She'd had some tomato soup earlier that day and she'd been eating some mango and it had all made its way back out of her. She'd vomited it up. Yeah. So we've got a bogey finger there. Getting back to the picture. <laughs> got a bogey finger. Roman skull with a random thumb. Yeah, here we go then. So let's zoom out. There is a flaming skull with a finger. What could it be? seems to be an additional element to this though now. We can see a little bit more of the character who is holding said skull. Let's see if anyone in chat is fast enough to give us a guess. Isn't oh, it well, Ghost Rider, says Joe. Journey went Hello, with Ghost Joe. Rider. I think he said that. Hi, Joe. Um, Mr. Fahrenheit himself. It's Ultraman, that's right, Ryan. But uh, Mr. Fahrenheit himself, a great contributor to the podcast. Yes, it is um, the Ultraman. Another uh, of the best cards of all time. Kryptonite powered. And this is notable for what reason, Andy? Why is this card a notable card? Well, May the 5th, 2017. It was a sunny day <laughs> as I walked down uh, a road in Manchester to Fanboy Piccadilly. Free. It, it was Piccadilly. No, that's in London. Doctor Strange, way off, mate. Who said Doctor Strange? Ingle, Ingle, do you should know better. This is the card that took me not only to the top of the UK rankings and UK national champion 2017, but also took me all the way to uh, Columbus in Ohio, where I competed in the world championship and came in the top 32. (laughs) (laughs) Or so he says. Success. Or, Or was I there? Was I there? Who knows? Well, you know, I've had uh, the photographic evidence examined by experts, and oh, and the results were inconclusive. Yeah, in fact, there was some suggestion that there may have been Photoshop activity taking place on these images. Top thirty-two or thirty players. <laughs> That's probably but what true. players. Right, next image. Then how next, many of well, these did we put load in? I've lost um, count. How many have we done? Five. Let's do one more. Right. One more. Let's do one more. It's nearly like an hour. All right. Yeah, okay. An hour more. of the episode overall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So descriptive language, please, chat. Help the listeners out. What are we looking at? The zoomed in image here. Let's have some words that might help them pin down what picture we've got locked and loaded in here. It's a Nokia cell phone. Nokia cell phone. Right. Black okay. Panther's necklace. That's interesting. A Nokia. Black Panther's necklace. Yeah, I could see why you might be going in that direction. Yeah. Random lights in the background looking off a patio at night. I'll do t- you- R2-D2 with T. That's it, Javier. I can, I can see all of these. Yeah, you're, I can see. <laughs> You see that R2-D2 with teeth and R2-D2 on crystal meth right after each other. <laughs> Some retro futuristic tech. Rob Petaphor's feeling the Black Panther. So there's a lot of people feeling that, that kind of Black Panther imagery. His necklace, perhaps. <laughs> 
right. Let's take a look then. Let's zoom it out. What are we looking at here? Hmm. I think mm. that should help a few people pin it down. We've just zoomed mm. out, audio listeners. We can see more of the character that's on the card. Um, it doesn't appear to be a necklace. It doesn't appear to be lights in the distance. It doesn't appear to be R2-D2 on either Crystal Meth or with teeth. Is it? Is it a Star Wars Destiny card? Ryan's on it. It is Venerable Dreadnought. No, that's Ooh. what we should have done, though. We should have done that. See, we're getting all these great ideas before we before we think. So, <clears throat> do you want to wrap it up there? Then are we going to go on to the next one or leave it? I think so. I think we've done yeah. that one. We could always, after we've finished, we could always go back and do some more if people are happy to do so, if, or if tech, technology allows. No worries, yeah, no worries. But in terms of the live element of the Q branch, I've got to say, I, I think Ryan Slater was the fastest finger first there. But you may wish to debate his, it, chat. I bet his wife's happy with that. They, <laughs> you may wish to debate it because um, I think a few people were onto the card. Uh, Ryan was just locked and loaded to get the message through. Yeah. So let us know if you're listening on the podcast. Let us know did that work or did that not work. If you are on YouTube now, put in the comments if that worked or if that didn't work, so that so we that can we uh, regurgitate yeah. it for next year's birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, with all that done, well done. Thanks for playing chat. I hope you were vaguely able to play along, audio listeners, or found some enjoyment in that. Uh, we're going to move on to the next segment. It's the Ask Me Anything. Oh, that could be painful. Hey, I'll tell you what, folks. So I don't know if I've set it up right. Are you getting the dan- uh, the dice transition sound uh, when oh. I switch to the next segment? I heard it. Did you hear it? Yeah. But is that? did you hear it through my microphone? Maybe. All right, okay. okay. Oh, TJ said it worked very well. Stu said it worked. Dante said it worked. Ryan Slater said, yes, we are. That makes no sense, mate. Uh, Mike Pugh, that's better. Uh, yeah, I think, they're telling me the, I think they're telling me they are hearing the dice transition, you know, the segment transition sound. Sorry. So I think we've got, we've got two things going on here. We've got kind of two answers. Uh, we've got the answers to your question. Mate, I can't do two things at once. Uh, I know, I know. It's all right. So let's, let's just focus on one thing. And now it is time. For the Ask Me Anything segment. And is there going to be new mod facts going on the bottom as well? There is new mod facts now, absolutely. Uh, It is just pointed out to the listeners. This is, in fact, great news. I don't don't think I've shared this with you you yet, Andy. Um, Saturday Night is all right for Becky. Is actually now currently charting at number one in the Federated States of Micronesia. Nice, congratulations! Yeah, true story, true story. Yep, yeah. Like the so royalties, we're, we're, that's going to come in handy, isn't it? Yeah, we're really. I'm really going for the Pacific market. I'm hoping that'll, you know, that'll take I'll me have, up. I'll have a word with the Hoff if you want, mate. Uh, yeah, he knows a little bit about the music recording industry, doesn't he? Yeah, in in, in um in Germany. Yes, in Germany. I'm... He sang. He sang on top of the wall when it came down the Berlin Wall. Did he? That's an actual little known fact. Not not to suggest that any of our little known facts may or may not be true. Um, I say did he? I knew because I was his backup act. I say backup act. What I meant was his like. What's the one that starts it? Is like warm up. That's it. Warm, warm up. up act. Yeah. Warm up. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Bar. 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 I don't know. Uh, you're asking about the. Uh, so for the audio listeners, TJ in chat 
he can see behind me that there is some uh, glass chalk illustrations on the dividing. What are these called? Fancy door things. Um, Interconnecting glass doors. Yeah. That's my work. That's my work coming through. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is they've drawn on there, if I'm being honest. The, all, all the all the front house windows have been decorated in um, messages of appreciation and love for our NHS here in the UK. Um, particularly because, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before on the podcast, my wife is an NHS worker. Hold on. Yeah. And she has, yeah, she's been key worker status. She's been in doing her full 12-hour shift through the whole period of lockdown yeah uh, good right hang on are you keeping an eye on these questions uh i don't think we've had any yet other than yeah, is that ba, 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 on the window no we've got what is your favorite segment to record film and why i tell you what Stu, just uh Stu, keep an eye on andy andy keep an eye on the questions coming in and then as we do these four that we've had pre-submitted hopefully between you and our de facto chat moderator we should have a few questions to keep us going. But we'll apologise if we do miss um, a question. Uh, we'll, we'll get them. We'll do our best. Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll you can scroll. Best. Yeah, you can scroll. We'll be fine. I'm not I'm not yeah. gone yet. He's, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's getting a bit bug-eyed, though. Bug-eyed? Right. Let's get on to it. So, speaking of Stu, he was one of our early submissions. I love him. He's a nice man. Yeah. He's awesome, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, and we, we should thank Stuart for his contribution to the Ministry of Dice over the years. The least of which, the very least of which, is his new draw and roll humorous comic strips that he's now started doing for us on the com page. Every month. With a yep. very helpful update of everything that's gone on over the month. Yeah, that's right. Let's take a moment to plug that, shall we? Yeah, so let's do Brit- that. On our site, BritRollerSix.com, uh, I'm now posting a... Uh, first a month update which as Andy's just explained includes um, some highlights from our YouTube content um, some kind of news and and info from around the community and so for example in the last update it included information about how the EXO went it included a heads up about the UK Games Expo MOD PDM uh, and so but for a little bit of flavour uh, Stu is now giving us these kind of humorous little comic strips the last one was uh, very good and very on mod theme uh, and we'd recommend that you go and check it out even if you don't care about the other mod stuff go and check it out just for Stu's artwork because yeah, it's, it's really good. really good i mean really really good um and very funny too it made me laugh out loud when i read it lol lol lols lmfao so here we go then. They ask me anything questions. Let's get this segment back on the rails. So Stuart's first pre-submitted question was, what is your favourite set and why? Ooh. Is that to me? Well, both of us, I believe. I believe we're, we're both to answer that. But we can start with your response unless uh, unless you need a minute to think about it. No, AVX. Boom. Strip. And why might that be, Mr. England? All the cards are overpowered. And the artwork's really good. And all the characters are like main Marvel film characters. And I've got all of them. <laughs> I mean, I can't say any fairer than that. What, did anybody else notice the the kind of increase in volume, the passion, the excitement Loud. that came through on Andy's voice when he started talking about AVX? Um, they couldn't beat my Infinity Gauntlet team, though, could they? No, they couldn't. <laughs> That's uh, Jocelyn. Hashtag rare Spider-Man for the win. 
Hashtag, innit? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my favourite favorite set then is I'm going to go in with the Uncanny X-Men, which may surprise a few people listening. PXG, yeah. PXG, PXG. Yeah. It's like, not because of PXG. It's because you love the PXG, innit? It's not because I love PXG. In fact, I think PXG um, is a bald-headed idiot. Uh, no, it's a bit of a kind of non-gameplay reason. It's because it was the first set that I bought. Oh, okay. The first starter set I bought was um, the Uncanny X-Men. And I've mentioned my old gamer buddy, Billy, who, who I saw from two metres distance just a couple of weeks back. And we bought the starter sets and then kind of grabbed a few boosters. And what we used to do is we used to shuffle our collections and just draw eight cards off the top and then shuffle the basic actions and draw two basic actions and just play whatever team came out. And it was kind of a very... Very, I don't know, just like a real pure way of like no meta just to worry fun. about, no competitive, yeah, just like whatever eight teams came out. And we found some really weird combos like messing around with red hulks and saber tooths and things, yeah. So I'm gonna say UXM because it was my first ever set. Nice, red hulk's a good card, mate. Yeah, yeah, it is a good card. Are you keeping an eye on these questions? We're getting loads. <laughs> Best, uh, I'll scroll back down once we've we've done the all right. All right, no worries. Well, our second question from Stuart was, what intellectual property would you like to see in Dice Masters? Pornhub. Succinct? Simple, but it would sell. (laughs) It would sell, I suppose. Um, Any any further, anything to add? Any further additions? Porntube. Right, okay. That's helpful. Helpful. It could be a historical Sorry. Dice Masters expansion. Well, exactly. It would definitely be the one that we did that we submitted, and they said no. Well, they didn't say no. They said, "Yeah, we'll do it." But we said, "Can we have a million pounds?" It's, and they said no. Yeah, it's still in. Yeah, still in production. Yeah. Um, the designers working on it will be really soon. 80s stuff. Oh yeah, sure, man. How Mate, could you not? Yeah, that would just sell, sell, sell. If they did what, like Back to the Future and uh, Terminator and. Predator and aliens and all the stuff you know, um, that I mean, what's the the audience is what? Well, our audience is mostly people between the ages of thirty five and forty five. So um, that's probably the Dice Masters community. Give us what we want, which is old shit that makes us, oh, old stuff that makes us feel like we're young. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what as well, all that stuff you just named, uh, well, maybe not Back to the Future, but certainly like Terminator and the Predator and Aliens and stuff, the um, Dark Horse Comics publisher has done oh, loads of loads mate. of stuff in those. Um, are you about to you got one on the shelf there, have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've got loads, actually, yeah. But I can't. Might just pour them all on the floor if I do this. So I don't want to do that. All right, but I'm just saying, as far as like card art and things to construct it around, there's there's a massive opportunity there. Yeah, Definitely. so a great suggestion, Andy. Yeah, great suggestion. Uh, well, the IP I would like to see in Dice Masters, I'm going to stay in the comics book. Comic. Oh, there you go. Uh, what's that? Superman versus Aliens. Very good. Um, I'm going to stay in the comic book space as well. I'm a big fan of Image Comics. Um, which is another publisher that I, many would argue the kind of third, you know, in the in the pecking order once DC and Marvel, whichever you place first. Um, but Image Comics have got 
loads of great characters, loads of great IPs, but particularly I like a little kind of offshoot universe um, with the Authority, which is a, a superhero group called the Authority, and uh, Planetary to another superhero team, and then you've got like Gen 13 and the Stormwatch, and there's like a little kind of universe. Warren Ellis just very recently, who was the driving force behind a lot of that, yeah, sure. Um, he, he just rewrote it, and I'd really love to see some stuff in that space there. Um, definitely would really love to see some stuff in that space there. So I'm going to stay in the comic book world and say I think there's maybe one of the other publishers, but particularly Image Comics. Is that thought like your playmat that you've got of the man with the spider on his head? No. Well, that is... Um, so that was actually DC Vertigo that published that. So the playmat that Andy's talking about there, folks, is my Transmetropolitan playmat. Uh, but interestingly enough... It's the same author. It's Warren Ellis. It's the same writer. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's my favorite IP. So thank you very much for your question, Stuart. Uh, let's move on to the next one here. We've got Ben asking, uh, what is a super lucky or super unlucky role you or your opponent have had during a game? Um, I played Spug in the uh, Thunder from Down Under, and he rolled four sidekicks so that he could intimidate out all four of my characters. Yeah. That was pretty lucky. Me myself, I don't have lucky rolls because what I do factor in is that every roll has a purpose and you can make <laughs> it work. <laughs> Naturally, of course, yeah. Naturally. But yeah, yeah, four sidekicks, mate. Four sidekicks to intimidate four characters out and then swing. That's that's, that's probably where I'm I'm going for. Sure. Well, interestingly enough, my example, my answer to this question is in the same ballpark. I was playing my man Paul Forward. Um, oh, but review Paul, as previously mentioned, and actually the second place in the Bard National with Ben that I just uh, mentioned as well. Uh, and Paul had a Gobby team. He In his first turn, he bought Gobby. In his second turn, he rolled four sidekicks. Uh, no, maybe three sidekicks and a prep global. In his third turn, he rolled in Gobby and sidekicks. And did me like eight damage or seven damage, whatever it is, just right out of the gate. I hadn't even done anything myself yet. And then proceeded to attack with them all while my field was clear. Oh, nice. It is nice, yeah. Now, the reason I've been reminded of that, because there's a certain individual not too far away from me on the screen right now. Is it me? Yeah. Where a very similar occurrence happened recently that reminded me of that. When was that? When you were playing Gobby the other week, you rolled. So here, this is we played a game on stream. That you can find yeah. that game on youtube.com forward slash miniclues. You know the name. Absolutely, and we said at the end of the stream, should we play another? And we were like, oh no, nah, probably not, probably not. So we ended the stream, and then we kind of decided, actually, let's have another quick one. So we did have another quick one, and it was quick because, like Paul, you rolled four sidekicks and a Gobby in a turn. And just smash me. Hashtag skills. Yeah. Well, I don't. That's the definition of not being skill related. Nah, Rolling skills. Dice. Uh, anyway, Ben's second question for us as part of the MAA uh, was: What is a memorable combo you guys fell upon during draft? Don't like draft. Yeah, you don't draft very often, so this is probably you're probably not able to answer this, are you? Draft was always take blink transmutate and cheap characters. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And for the listeners, I can't remember what Blink Transmutate does now. Let me have a quick look. 
I know that that was it. It was just like take the basic action. It deals deals damage for blockers. I think, uh, and it was, um, yeah, I never really got on with draft too much. Hopefully, well, maybe we'll do some more now that there's draft packs coming back. I don't actually think so, but you know, got to hope. Um, use only after blockers are assigned. Each of your blocking character dice deals one damage to a defending player in addition to normal damage. Uh, so basically, if it um, if it gets blocked, it does one damage. If it doesn't get blocked, it does its damage just by cheap characters uh, and buy loads of blink transmutates and just try and do ping damage till they till you win. Um, I suppose to elaborate on that point um, is that we do quite a bit of stuff where uh, I will just take a set and have a look through cards. Obviously, Aquaman came out from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just building teams from sort of staying in the same... Just, yeah, so not necessarily drafting, but just kind of train quite limited. I really enjoy playing that way. I like playing... like So we did the um, Avengers versus Black versus black order um yeah. uh, and just having that restricted set and then just looking through so i knew that i could go the avengers from that set and then just looking through the three like three uh captain americas and going which one's best go for that black panther actually no he's he's not going to go in what's the best one from this and then just doing from a restricted set that's quite cool and then aquaman yeah. obviously came out of that from looking at that and We've had some Keep cool going, stuff. I'm chopping my beer up. Cool. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, which is a little bit... Um, oh, Andy. Um, I didn't even have to be here for... <laughs> to to, to reprimand myself. Uh, but yeah, just, just stuff um, by restricting, like playing certain themes, playing certain restrictions, and then choosing from that. Uh, and that's when you'll find those little nuggets of, of, of fun stuff to play around with. Very so, good, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, mine's yeah, we're well, good answer. Yeah, mine's um, probably not what Ben's looking for, to be honest. Um, but I one set I drafted a lot was Civil War, a lot of Civil War drafting, and I used to um, head on over to Fanboy Three in Manchester, draft it up there, and Element Games we drafted it quite a bit up there. And one card that I just for whatever reason I just kept pulling it in drafts over and over and over again. Was the rare um, Baron Zemo the one that's unblockable when one of your characters gets KO'd? So it was yes. just weird that it was a rare card that I just kept getting. Yeah. First stack over and over and over again, and I used to play it with Rocket Raccoon um, because he had his low defense number, and um, depending on the rules of the draft that, uh, at that given time, I would try and sneak a, uh, a magic missile in if it was open basic actions to magic missile off the rocket raccoon with his one defense therefore KOing a character that had a nice when fielded effect to come back in with next turn but also making my baron zemo unblockable so a bit boring but actually it stands out to me because it, it just it just seemed odd that i was doing these drafts and at one particular rare kept coming up and i kept getting it in my first draft stack over and over and over again cool. so there you go so that ends the pre-submitted so now we need to move on to the uh, the chat submitted questions. Cool. Right. Let's have a look. All right, fellas, going to load a truck and head home. Thanks for a great stream and have a great celebration. No, that's not a question. That's not a question. No, but who was that? Because Tarah. Uh, Ingledoo. Oh, thanks, Ingledoo. He's a ledge, that guy. He's he's lovely, man. Uh, cool, right. First one, Ryan Slater. Who was your favourite guest you've had on the show and why? 
all I love all guests equally. Isaac. Well, we'd like to talk about the commons in this brand new set that's coming out now. So let's get a let's comment start with Ardbark. <laughs> yeah, right, proper right up on the microphone. That that lovely Isaac bass. Yeah, I could see that. No, could no, it was that. cool. Well, in to, to elaborate on my point, um, I'd listened to him playing. Like, well, he'd listened to the podcast for a couple of years before we started doing it. Like, literally, listened to to the reserve pool all the time, and. Um, is very excited to speak to someone who's listened to you for two years, like you would for, I don't know, a radio person or mm. TV celebrity. Sure. He's lovely. He's such a deep voice. Yeah, it is such a deep I used to love RJ Retro. RJ, we should try and get him on the show. RJ, I'd love to have RJ on the show. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing he's... now? We're just talk about it. Just, just, just random stuff. Like, what do you yeah. do for a living? He's, that guy was a legend. Absolutely was a legend, yeah. Um, I, yeah, you know, I don't really have a favourite guest, but um, I think one of the experiences that particularly stands out to me in terms of a guest, whether, I wouldn't qualify it as the favourite, but the one that stands out to me most, was when we first secured uh, Chris and Kenny at the UK Games Expo and we recorded the interview live with them. Yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was just buzzing off it. It was great. It was, um, you know, we've been kind of discussing some ideas and it, you know actually funnily enough that's that was two or three years ago now that that interview took place and some of the content related ideas that i uh, proposed to his kids at that point in time have only just now started coming to coming to reality um but yeah i think it was just great that um they were willing to go on the record uh, just record like literally standing in their in their convention hall booth uh, and talk about Dice Masters and Kenny. Uh, great to get to know Kenny. He, you know, Whiskey's organised player manager, uh, and we spoke a, a number of times, uh, quite a bit over the weekend of the of the UK Nationals taking Kenny. place. So, so I don't. I, I wouldn't qualify it as my favourite because I love having guests on. You know that, mate. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. All, ab- all about the chat, but uh, that's probably the one that stands out to me the most. Uh, with a, with Jimmy, of course, being a close, very oh, yeah, close. Yeah, Jimmy was good. Justin's around still, still to be. Yeah, well, we'll pin him down one day. We'll pin him on one day. I've got to take the gaffer tape off his mouth first, but I've been worrying about doing it. Cause... <laughs> yeah, we got to get him out of your basement. See yeah, if he's still talking to us. He's been there for two years. He's grown a bit of a beard, and I think if I, you know, it might be quite a painful experience for him. So, true. true. Um, I was thinking about maybe if I put some, um, like, glue remover, just sort of drip it. Anyway, 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 I'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so what else we got in the chat? Right. Ask me anything questions. From our man Joe, Journey, what was your favourite segment to record slash film and why? Ooh, that's a interesting one. Have you got anything that springs to mind immediately? Uh, intro. The intro. Just, the intro, just generally always... the intro segment, yeah. Yeah, the intro is always quite loose and we can just have a natter. And sure. I quite enjoy that. And then trying to think of an AKA, it comes to like what two minutes before we're recording. And when we started doing it, I'd have like I've got I had a list of AKAs that I would be able to draw from. But as um, time goes on and um, professionalism dips, um, I try and think of one within like the two minutes. Usually, it's when Chris is doing the intro bit, like and this is a new episode of the Ministry of Dice, and I'm thinking, what am I going to say? Oh, what am I going to say? And then. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I always I like the intro. It's the best bit. Yeah, uh, I like the intro too. I think if there was one specific segment, 
that I particularly enjoyed and got a big buzz out of. I say one particular segment was the UK Games Expo that year where you and I were together and we had lots of, you know, TJ was there, James Bloor was there, we had Mike Power. Um, we had a really, the UK community at that time knew each other very well because we'd been competing in the WKOs leading up to the games expo so there was just a great vibe and i think we really managed to capture the great vibe that was going on at the uk games expo that year uh, we've got a really great community right now but i don't think we've had the opportunity to get together face to face as much as we did back then and so there was the kind of uh, there was a bit of a relationship everyone knew each other a little bit and there was just something about the vibe and uh, you know the way it went down so i just loved kind of going out the front of the convention hall and just my phone with microphone plugged into it just grabbing stuff really really anecdotal really ad hoc on, on the fly and just um the the warmth and the enjoyment of that whole weekend i think really comes through on the recording nice uh right you, uh, uh favorite guilty pleasure from mike Pugh. favorite guilty what is he in what context any context mate he's not elaborate. favorite guilty pleasure I mean, I'm very partial to a Greg's Yum Yum Donut. Does that count? I think that does count, mate. And it's a very guilty pleasure because the sugar in that must be unbelievable. Crisps. Like, crisps, that's your guilty pleasure? All sorts of crisps. Right. Not not your, your little normal bag of crisps or chips, but your proper sharer bag of crisps. I, bang, I, I smash a bag. I'll share a bag of crisps in a couple of minutes. Fair enough. Hence, yeah. <laughs> with lockdown, well, I've I've just expanded into a massive <laughs> blob. Because um, you've been on the the big bags of crisps. Yeah, because I sit in this chair here for like eight hours a day and just just smash. Eat crisps. <laughs> smash a big bag of crisps. That's that's chips for our North American. That's right. Viewers, spicy ones as well. I've got some Max Strong wasabi ones. That I've, uh, I'm making my way through. Oh, nice. it's lovely. Yeah. Right, let's keep it going. So, if you keep were started yep. starting out in Dice Masters, this is from Stu. Uh, right. If you were starting out in Dice Masters today, what set would you buy first? Bracket, assuming no prior knowledge. Close bracket. Well, how, if I, but if I had no prior knowledge, then how would I? Uh, does he mean what would I recommend to? No. If you were looking at all the sets and you didn't have a clue, what would you buy? All oh, right, okay. Uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, the starter set. Probably very swiftly doubled up with the Harley Quinn team pack. Nice. I'd go for the Battle for Ultramar because I was a big 40k player before I played yeah. Masters. Yeah, that's why I'm saying them too because um, they're just characters. It, those two sets include characters that I really love as a DC fanboy. Yeah. Cool. What, uh, this is from Nick Wally. What character from current IP would you like to see added to Dice Masters? From the current IPs? Uh, well, yeah. if you go take a look on Britroller 6, you can do a quick search and you'll see a list of 10 cards. Oh! I, uh... Cross promo. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was to select from that list, I think in the world of DC, again, to draw my DC fanboy stuff, I think that the, the kind of sp the DC spacey things aren't well currently tailored catered to i think kryptonite crisis might change that um but there are characters like uh the legion of superheroes there's more in the i think the 
War of Light was great, but there's lots of kind of Green Lantern-y stuff um, that wasn't acknowledged in that. There's guys like Lobo that are big characters, so I think the spacey stuff could do with a bit of attention. And Lady Shiva, she's a badass. I'd like to see a decent Iron Man card. Yeah, you said that to me before. He's my favourite, like, comic book character, and all of his cards are just a bit meh. I mean, some of them are all right, but a proper, like, OP overpowered that they need to ban Iron Man card would be cool. But there's that new Super Rare that gains a life when it rolls, then, is that? Nah. (laughs) Um, Other than that, in regards to things that haven't been added in, uh, it's quite hard. I don't know a lot more about the um, Marvel or DC Universe other than what's in movies. Uh, But... I'm gutted that they didn't expand the uh, the the Games Workshop 40k. Yeah, there's a depth of amazing artwork, uh, amazing kind of lore and history, and 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 just stuff that they could have and and did do. And then they they we don't know the ins and outs of it, but basically they they obviously had something that said that you can't do it, um, which is a shame because it would have been cool to have all that stuff added onto it. Uh, but yeah, that would be mine. Some some. A Blood Angel. They had the Blood Angel set called Dante, funnily enough, with Dante in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of my favourites, one of the first models I painted. Um, and it would have been cool. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah, Cool. TJ says, where do you get your crazy ideas? Um, um, all our ideas are perfectly sane and extraordinarily good for podcast. Yeah, if we can't steal it, then we from anywhere and everywhere. Um, Mike Pugh, favourite biscuit of choice? Sorry, mate. We, just, we should answer that seriously for a second, I think, because okay. we, we do actually put a lot of time and effort into... Um, while, while we generally freestyle, as you're seeing live right now, around the conversation, we do generally sort of put a lot of work and effort into the, the, the idea, at least, that will then inform it. Um, and I think we really just generally do it from... We communicate a lot by instant message yeah i was looking for a message he sent me with a piece of information in it that i needed a day or two ago and i was scrolling through and we just throw ideas around anything just random little seeds of things even bad ideas we just throw over to each other because you never know the bad idea might turn into something um and then we i as the, I think we could probably say the more studious of the two of us will then document it, write it down, record it somewhere, and then just keep it in a rainy day folder for when we're ready to use it. And um, you know, so even though they are a bit wild and wacky sometimes, I think we, we just talk, we just talk and talk and talk until something good comes out the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, and we try some stuff as well. Some stuff works, some stuff doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. Right, favorite biscuit of choice. Ah, uh, custard cream. I love a custard cream. That's mine. I was about to say custard cream as well. Oh, was it? I didn't know that. Do you like custard creams too? I do like a custard cream. Don't use I the eat them. Do you know where I love custard creams from? Aldi. Really? They do They do a great custard cream. Oh, I'm not sure what I was saying back 24 minutes ago, but man of a simple needs is Andy. Was, was came up and Andy <laughs> does the H on the cap stand for hat. <laughs> Okay. Um, right. He does, yes. He has an S on his shoes, a T on his T-shirt. <laughs> Never change, Andy. Help, he is drunk. Classic Andy. I don't know what I said. Um, uh, you were probably would, dropping oh, the Pornhub must have been born up. Um, yeah. <laughs> will you be cancelled by the end of this stream? 
possibly teach. Possibly. We won't be cancelled, but we'll probably be demonetized and we'll lose all those amazing mega YouTube books that we've been earning off this thing, whole thing, this whole enterprise. Uh, from the halls of DM community past, who is the one guest who got away that you would like to have interviewed before they left the game? Nice. I think we've already answered. I think we've already answered it though. RJ Retro for me, hundred percent. I used to love that guy. There's a reason for that though. Just to elaborate on it, uh, RJ was all about. He was like, let's do the budget version of winning teams. What's your alternative to the super rare that you can't get your hands on? He was all about casual plays to talk about single affiliation, and he used to talk about yeah, right, little cup and all that stuff. And I just I think he had a lot to offer the game because we do get very bogged down in like championship meta and what's the meta and what's the competitive cards and and I think we lose sight of the fact that there's you know. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, the world over, just sitting playing this game over a kitchen table, just wanting to do the Avengers versus Black Order endgame battle. And it, Dave Walsh, but we can't interview him because he's me. Um, <laughs> never, never been seen in the same room. Have you ever seen me and Dave Walsh in the same never room at the same time? Same no. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, blah blah blah. Oh blah blah. What? This is from Jocelyn. Great dice bags. Um, what do you think is the common denominator of players in this game? Why we like it, and how can we get more players involved? Oof. Do you want to take this one, or shall I? <laughs> um, honestly, well, do you wonder? I've I've tried tester games with people, and it's a love it or hate it thing. Honestly, I think the fact that you've got to have a neoprene printed mat to properly play doesn't help. Interesting. I don't think the, 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 the crappy little bits of paper in the um, in the boxes aren't good enough, no, and they no. don't produce the mats anymore. No, um, that's I, also true. I, I don't think that helps because you want to like to play the game properly to sell it out. You need to have your mat, your four cards, you know, and it feels nice. You got your mat set up with everything, and you're ready to go. You can't do that, and then the, the little crappy, you know, paper mats ain't ain't that great. Um, so I think that's its failing. Um, I think they should chuck a couple of mats in, even if it's just a bit of paper or something that you have to unfold. I think you have to. It's, it's, a, it's a love or hate. It's quite complicated. And also, there's a lot of people out there that will just smash people in the face and then think it's, yeah. it's fun. Um, and you can't do that. Uh, and I think that people gear towards the meta top end. I'm going to smash you in the face stuff. And I don't think that the card pool helps that much like i've i've played versus system a couple of times and, and every card's pretty pretty strong uh the uh legend of the five rings you play that game and you know you you've got a setup you've got a faction or whatever that you can choose from um you've got a starter set that is balanced so you can play different card you know different factions yeah. against each other yeah. um and i think if with dice masters you come up against you buy a team pack and nine out of ten cards are rubbish. Um, you can't make a proper team out of them most of the time. You've got not enough dice. Um, I think what they need to do is put together something a little bit like Pokemon, where you've got the what are they called like the set decks. Set decks. Um, 
with uh, a proper setup that you can, you know, you can buy it. You can put a team together that's going to actually work well, synergize together, and have a decent chance of having a a, a game where you've got some bit of to and fro in. Um, and I think that's your answer. I think there's too many cards that are worth having. And if if you balanced it out a little bit more, you're probably going to get get more people playing. But I think what what you'll get and what I've I've experienced is new communities develop. A couple of people rock up, one of which being me, that I've played the game for a while. Oh, this is a half elf butt card. Um, smash it in the face, and they've gone. This game's a bit naff, isn't it? I don't like yeah. not winning, or even being near winning. Um, let's let's ditch this and play something from Fantasy Flight. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I can add to that. I think you've nailed it. A lucid moment from a drunken man. Yeah, I think you've nailed it. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know. Uh, you certainly know how I feel about this, Andy, and I've spoken about it often enough. I think there is a, a small but very vocal minority who represent this game in terms of the competitive meta, as you've just described. Um, but actually, this game is built and targeted and being much more widely played by the, the casual player. Yeah. Um, and it's not... But you keep getting the lantern rings and the Serena's and the Bards and the Becky Lynch's and the super rare Yuanti Cosmic Q combos that keep coming out of the woodwork. And there is uh, this community of competitive players don't regulate themselves. They just they just go for it because to them the win is more important than the social gaming experience. And until you make the game to be balanced people aren't going to uh, rock up. Well, yeah, I mean that's. I mean that opens up the wider discussion, really. And if you're interested, there's a video about to be published, not 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 very far away, on this very subject uh, on the Ministry of Dice YouTube channel, uh, talking about this idea of kind of meta diversity and uh, player diversity and how the two can come together much better. But um, yeah, Andy's right. We've got just too much face smashing, um, and we've got. Uh, there is a dominance of competitive conversation about how to play this game competitively uh, when actually it, it's no coincidence that the most attended MOD PDMs are when we say let's do single affiliation mm. it's no coincidence that at my local store I'll have 12 players for a, a draft whereas if we're doing full on modern we'll have 6 it's no coincidence yeah you know? I mean I went to a net runner with those where I met Javier if he's still about if he's still about F's in the chat, obs. Um, uh, for for a netrunner meetup, and you've got different factions there. I mean, some are stronger than others, but they they all can compete against each other. But until you make that team, so that you can, I think if they made affiliations more synergistic as well, so if you yeah. could literally rock up with an Avengers team, that I could do well. Uh, a Justice League team that could do well. Um, it's nice mixing and matching or whatever else, but ultimately you'd look at it. I mean, I'm an Avengers fan. I want, you know, Iron Man, Cap, Thor, Black Widow to go up against, uh, you know, Javier's here. He's yeah. Yeah. Hello. Uh, cool. Right. We've, we've got, got into that one. Let's move on. Um, Bourbons aren't that great, says Mike Hugh. I quite like a Bourbon. Oh, no, he says that. No, they're Bourbons. 
I was trying to avoid the naughty word. He said that they're better than custard creams. Uh, where do you mm. see Dice Masters going in the next three years? And what is the meaning of life? 42. 42. That's what I was going to say. Uh, what, three years? So what do you, where do you see it going in the next three years? Well, um, inter- uh, I really can't answer that question. Uh, what, I, what I can say is through however long Dice Masters runs for, there will be a Ministry of Dice talking about it. And probably afterwards as well, because we'll cling on to that for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like, to, well, I think that they're going to swing back to campaign boxes um, just so they can piss off both sides um, and go, yeah, draft, yeah, we'll do that for a bit. Now nah, we're going to give that up. And then who knows? They're still producing vast quantities of stuff. I can only imagine that it's relatively cheap to produce, especially now that they're using the same moulds for different... Um, dice and uh, if they keep producing it we'll keep playing it yeah absolutely um, I'd, like, I'd love to see him just try and balance things out a little bit more maybe mm-hmm. just make everything really strong or everything really weak yeah um, and just stop throwing in the here's a Becky Lynch you keep talking I'm going to have to take a be right back break are you going for a wee I mean that may be what's back. going on cool yeah. that's right let me go through the uh, the questions whilst the uh, the main man's gone. Do you regret doing an, any uh, any AMA? I don't know. Any questions answered? Um, tell ask me in the morning, mate. Probably. Uh, if how many times you've actually been in the same geographical location together? Good question, TJ. Uh, we would go for uno, dos, three. Not that many. Ten percent battery life. Uh, we're looking at handful, maybe ten. Uh, what would you think about cards having power numbers and limiting it to a certain power level for the team? Chris from CRGR. Manual. Um, does nice dice masters need a second edition? Maybe, but then ro- doesn't rotation just do that anyway? Kind of reset things. Um, what's power numbers anyone in the chat know what power numbers is power level what like the green red orange kind of stuff no don't think so I think they just need to balance it out a little bit better like versus system where everyone's just really overpowered or Legend of the Five Rings or Netrunner. Don't leave so much dead air. Sorry, mate. I was trying to think of what I could say, but I was answering some questions. Uh, yes, rotation does take care of that to some degree, but uh, only if... Um, still had your health. You, you had, like... like Chris is like the, the the one that does the talking. I'm just the one that does the little bits that annoy him. <laughs> Rotation does take care of that to some degree. No, 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 no. The, the actual party element has begun. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. Does that bring us to the end of the Ask Me Anything then? Have you got um, any more? I flounder quite a bit when you're not around, mate. Just saying. You're the glue that holds this podcast together. 
that might not be my absence. That might be the Budweiser. <laughs> and for the listeners, Andy just gave me a wink. Oh, we're at an hour and 37 minutes. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'll be shocked if anyone's on. even actually listening anymore. Yeah, we better crack on. What's next? Uh, it's the listener correspondence. Should we move on to that? I think we should. Let's do that then. So we got a letter in the post just the other day. Did did we? We did, yeah. Brit Roller Six Towers got a, got a, bit of a letter in the post. Yeah, look. Um, and I thought it might be a nice idea to keep this letter and share it. Andy's not heard this letter. I've not heard this letter. I didn't know it existed. Nope. Um, but I think we can all maybe guess who sent it to us. But shall I, shall I read it out for you and for the listeners, stroke viewers? Please do. Please do. Okay. Are you ready then? Always. Born. Dear, dear Chris and Andy. One is overjoyed to be once again writing to you on yet another prestigious date in the history of this realm. All of us at the palace wanted to let you know that the extraordinary third year of one's favourite ministry has not gone unnoticed by the crown. Philip and I were most delighted to see the return of the Ministry of Dice livestream on Wednesday nights. Philip was indeed so excited by the news we had to put the night staff particularly the chambermaid, on high alert. Nothing brings us more joy than settling in on a Wednesday after location, location, location to see what new theme or combo you'll be playing with that week. It is unquestionably the best entertainment you can get with a web camera in these challenging times and categorically beats those god-awful Zoom quizzes Charlie and Camilla have been running at the weekends. Which reminds me, congratulations on last week's win, Mr England. Your team with Sir Pilkington Smythe has been sweeping up in the 80s TV and movie rounds lately. Oh, I didn't know you'd been playing. A dabble. I didn't get an invite. It's royalty only, I'm afraid. That's, yeah, that's fair. Who wants, who wants this northern mess in their Zoom quiz? Get a haircut. Maybe. There's been an exhaustive amount of Dice Masters taking place at the Palace, palace recently. I hear twittering from the servants' corridors that the fish food combo has been making quite the splash in casual games across the domestic quarters. I overheard one maid say that the Crown Equerry made a game with the Clerk of the Closet last over two hours using Aquaman with kobolds, co blah, 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 with kobolds and Silgar dice. Quite the extraordinary feat. Nice research. Mm, yeah. One is most looking forward to the release of Infinity Gauntlet on these shores. We have six cases on pre-order for Buckingham Palace alone. <laughs> One does hope this won't affect stop levels for the rest of the realm, but we simply must gather as many Angelas and pip the trolls as possible for us to test against the red-haired menace. <laughs> One is also hopeful that one will acquire many Black Widow cards to make a collage with. One must then add it to the Royal Gallery in the section devoted to London property owned by the Crown. Whilst one is on the subject, do you know where the Keeper of the Privy Purse might contact WizKids to discuss payment of licence fees for the depiction of Elizabeth Towers on the Black Widow card? Oh. I'm up. Of course, one must mention the podcast, the subject of much celebration across the Commonwealth as it reaches the landmark anniversary of three years. The quality of entertainment continues to be of the highest order and is most becoming of one's favourite ministries. 
One would like to assure you fine representatives of our nation that the knighthoods are in the works and the committee will be making arrangements in due course. In the meantime, one is considering declaring an additional bank holiday called Mod Monday like to commence in line with your fourth anniversary next year. One deeply wishes it to become a traditional day of much wrist action, bag emptying and jubilation for the people of this great nation. Yeah, what a lovely sentiment. And finally, lest we forget, the New Look website is a wonder. William and Kate have been making much use of the promo checklist you added to the site, and my dear sister Anne loves your insights into spoilers when you have them. We all agree at the Palace with your assessment that the new Jubilee looks like she'll be jolly fun. She's absolutely right. That queen knows what she's talking about. One has an inquiry you may be able to help with. Can you set it so one does not need to type the full web address out every time? Harry has been borrowing the map book recently and it always seems to have an empty address bar when he sends it back. Your contribution to the happiness of the world is immeasurable and one is grateful and honoured to have you serve us in these challenging times. Keep up the good work. Tinkety Tonk Old Fruits and down with the coronavirus. Regards, Liz2. Well, that's nice of her. Yeah. I know, she's, it's great of her to write to us and let us know, yeah. Thanks, Mum. She doesn't surprise us and want to get involved in the chat, but I suppose, you know, no. Somebody might Queen and all that. Had, yeah. She yeah. didn't hang around, yeah. See, someone might not have had time to have uh, orchestrated S- that. Settle the fake account. Yeah. So that the Queen could appear <laughs> at this point in the chat. Someone might have been a bit busy at work. Yeah, but that's okay. On to the next segment. <laughs> what is next? <laughs> it's the giveaway. We're coming Mate. to the close. We come to the close. I need, I need, I need a uh, a, a little restroom break. So you, you need can... to do your be right back. You do your yeah. be right back then, right and I'll back. start talking about the giveaway. Okay, cool. All right, it's going to be flagrant. Let's get the Ministry of Ice more YouTube subscribers time. So we're going to do a giveaway in order to encourage anyone out there who is not currently subscribed to the channel to get themselves subscribed. Have fun. Do you need help? Nick Wally, I'll help you. So, we are currently at 177 subscribers on the channel. We have grown that quite a bit already this year, um, since the start of 2020. It's it shot up. We were knocking around at about 100, 110 at the outset of the year. So, we have gone up quite a bit. But we want to hit the 200 mark. We think a, a landmark... <laughs> Sorry, folks. I was distracted by Ryan Slater pointing out that when Andy left the room to take his bathroom break, he was indeed wearing shorts. Um we want to hit the 200 mark. We think that's a nice landmark to hit in our third year and then we can continue to grow on into uh, through to year four and the fourth anniversary. So we are doing a giveaway. If you are currently subscribed to the channel, you'll be entered into this giveaway as well. But we want 200 subscribers. The minute we hit 200 subscribers, then I will give away not one, not two, not three, but four Highly sought after, prestigious promos. Would you like to see what those promos are? He pauses momentarily to see what the response from chat is. All right, you ready then? Promo number one is Blackbird under the radar. Promo number two is Storm misspent youth. Promo number three is Storm Morlock champion. And promo number four is Jean Grey, Professor's Protégé. As you can see, in my hands right now, the minute 
we hit. Here he is. He's back. The minute we hit 200 subscribers, then oh, we will stop. Stop then. I know. Yeah, I was kind of like a fire hose in more ways than one. If my cat subscribes, can I claim prizes on his behalf? I suppose so. But, I mean, so there's, there's a thing here about this. There's a thing here. We're shooting for 200 subscribers. We want to close 200 um, for this Nice year. and quick. Nice and quick. And then yeah. on to the 10,000 10, and the uh, YouTube absolutely. button. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, But we're, like, we're offering these promos once, once we hit 200. So we'll take all the names, all subscribers, not just the new subscribers, but everyone who currently subscribes. And yeah. um, we'll pop them into the... Maybe my little Tombola app or something. Give everyone a number. Um, it's important that you have to be visible. You have to make yourself visible because else we can't see you. Yes. Yeah, have that's absolutely that right. Uh, no, I haven't. No. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure that you do that. Oh, uh, on the ticker tape right now, it says. Um, Ryan Slater says 200. Those are rookie numbers. We need to pump those numbers way up. Yes, you do. But well, let me thank you, Ryan. We appreciate the sentiment. Chris gave you at the start, which was 50 countries. 300,000 listens. 200 million hours worth of content. True story. True story. Uh, TJ said he missed the promo, so I'll just reiterate. We have a Blackbird... Animated X-Men, alt-art promo, under the radar. We have a Storm, Miss Paint Youth, animated X-Men, alt-art promo. We have a Storm, Morlock Champion, animated alt-art promo, and a Jean Grey's Professor's Protégé alt-art promo. When we hit 200 subscribers, we will then run the Tombola. We'll do it on the podcast. Um, and one lucky winner will receive these four promos in the post uh, just incidentally it, absolutely and incidentally uh, Dante mentioned all the way from Graceland uh, I want to be very clear that this is my second set that I won at the European Nationals this is my second set that I won at the European Nationals so it was my hard earned these are my hard earned promos that I'm giving away here and because it's revised that's your third set you won at the European Nationals because the second set he, pay, he he posted to me, it might actually be my fourth. I know because what that's legend. what happens. I know. I mean, I, I don't want to bang on about it because we've just we've just had words about focusing too much on competitive play. But uh, I I did come third in the global escalation tournament. I did come second in the X Men first class draft, uh, and I did come in the top eight. Of the actual modern championship, um, top four UK nationals 2018. Yeah, yeah, and I may have also done pretty well in the ten in ten as well. Sharp stuff. Yeah. So you can be good, but you don't have to be competitive. Not necessarily. I mean, I'd have probably gone further had I been more competitive in in UK nats and Euro nats. But let's let's not revisit that. Um, so, two hundred subscribers. What is it that Ross says over at the Wiki Dice Arena? Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your brothers, tell your sisters, tell your aunties, tell your uncles. <laughs> but there's a thing here. I was going to go on to say is that. that. What he says? I thought he says it is. Pick what... your marble. Press play. Exclamation point. Play. Let's pick <laughs> your marbles. Let's see some F's in the chat. I love them marbles. It's the best. Thing ever. I know it's great. It's great. I wish I wish he didn't do it while it was three a.m. over here. 
I'd love to be more involved. Um, but yeah, there's a thing here as well, though. We want good subscribers. You know, um, there's something about what we've got right now. Our subscriber number is also very respectable compared to the number of people who actually sit down and watch the videos that we produce. And I don't just want, I know I'm saying get your mum, get your dads and stuff, but I know that there's people out there watching our vids who aren't subscribers who may be watching this vid right now. Um, or there may be people that you know down at your local gaming store or in your gaming group that know of us, watch our stuff, but haven't clicked the subscribe button. So that's what we're looking for. We want people that uh, aren't only interested in being a subscriber to win the prize. We want you to help us out, get those people who are watching, who are out there. Uh, I'll tell you something that someone said to me the other day. They said, I, I haven't subscribed, and I should, because I watch you on the YouTube app on my Skybox, on the telly. Oh, okay. And you can't subscribe on that. Well, you can, actually, as a matter of fact. If you push down and scroll right to the three dots, uh, to left to the three dots, if you press that, it will give you the options to like and subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, but people, I mean, it's not it's not like a telly thing to do, is it? No. Nah. Reflexively. So that's what we're looking for. We don't just want any old subscriber. We want quality subscribers. And we know that there's people, the analytics, the back-end stats are telling us that people are watching who aren't subscribed. And there's quite a few people watching that aren't subscribed. Um, so we're hoping that my hard-earned animated X-Men promos will generate a bit of interest and be a call to action to those who are lying on their sofa and watching us right now on their big screen on their flat screen in the living room and that get, is get on your phone takes two seconds pick your phone up youtube is all it's, it's always already there when you uh, you buy your phone so there's no excuses mate slurring words is not that good on yeah, the podcast, a, is it tj's also made one of those kind of never a true words said in jest kind of things where he said does this stream go on until you reach 200 subscribers question mark <laughs> which I think is a very unsubtle hint. <laughs> we are almost at the two-hour mark, so we should wrap it up. So there you go. There's the giveaway. Please do get involved. Um, head on over to youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Nice. Subscribe. Check out a few of the videos there. Like, we do loads of stuff over there. I do my OP kit retrospectives. Me and Andy do a live game every Wednesday night that is then uploaded as uh, just a, you know, a standard archive game that's in there. Um We've got tons of stuff coming down the pipeline. I've got loads of stuff. Stu's helping me out with some artwork for some videos as well. So it's going to be good-looking, quality stuff. We've really upped our game this year in terms of what we're offering around the technology and the quality of that stuff. And we want to do more. So please do get involved with our giveaway. Hashtag catch the cookers. You know it. You know it. Right. Okay. Let's wrap this up and move on to the final segment. And it's not just the final segment. It's the outro. The outro. So at this point, I should say, well, folks, as all things must, this stream and this podcast has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening, stroke watching, as much as we enjoyed recording it. Is there anything to point out before we wrap up? I just thank you, everyone, for joining us on the stream. Yeah, it's been really great to do this. Just we try every year. We try and do something a little different. Last year we did the award ceremony, and you you put together that little. A compilation song for us. Uh, year, Mr. Fahrenheit. Yeah, there he is. Is he still around? I think he just swung by because he was working. But um, you know, the year before that, we did we did some good, great quiz stuff, didn't we? Um, so we like to do something a little different to mark the birthday. I like to keep it different. Try new and exciting ideas. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, this is a space Playing that we've been. 
space we've been toying around with definitely the youtube stuff um so thank you so very much for coming along and joining us this evening uh, it's an absolute pleasure and thank you also for all your support encouragement um, and involvement over the last three years we genuinely do consider ourselves not not just a content creator but you know kind of members of the community and we, we, we love it there are many of you out there who have helped us along the way dante's in the chat we must say thank you to dante he did a lot of graphic design for us in the early days and we still use a great deal of dante's work there Jordo over at dm north helps us out with graphic design as well Stuart, who's been involved with prizing for our uh, fundraising events and for our live mod pdm events um you know all the other content creators who've joined us for a bar all the other content creators who just chip in everybody who's been willing to be interviewed at a live event and say a few words to pop on the podcast uh, i mean there's so many people to thank in there um on over on brit roller six we've had guest posts from a multitude of people uh, many of them you know commu public community members thanks to lonnie for my playmats that make the and peter oh. van Vel for, for my playmats that make the live stream a little bit different every week i'll say thank you, you know. to jocelyn for my amazing dice bag that i use yeah. every single week that's uh, Josh Stitch, where, which you can visit uh, Etsy.com. J-O-C-E-S-T-I-C-H. Is it Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash J-O-C-E Stitch? That's the one. Still around to firm that up. I think that's right. Um, so, she needs to make face masks, mate. Yeah. yeah. I need, I need a, a, a Marvel face mask. In fact, right. not to, to throw us off topic, but... There's your Spider-Man one, yeah the wrong way around anyway anyway uh, yeah we got it right banging did we get it right brilliant yeah they are tremendous i mean i mean i mean i know we joke but um i use mine every week and it served me very very well so heartfelt thanks to you folks uh to our regular viewers but also if you've come along and joined us for the very first time today welcome to i hope we've not put you off maybe we should if someone has come for the first time. Yeah, this is probably not the greatest experience you're going to have. Or maybe it is. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us for your Friday night. Two hours. And that, yeah. and that brings us to the close of episode 78, our third anniversary special. Yay. Who have you been? Okay. I've been Chris, a.k.a. True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Rip Thunderstone. When are we getting started? It's the YouTube special. Like a cheeseburger, big cheeseburger, <laughs> cheeseburger big. big, big like a cheeseburger <laughs> from In and Out <laughs> with a Chipotle on the side. <laughs> chipotle, chip, 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 chipotle, chipotle, chipotle. It's a Chipotle, mate. Let's give you a spicy Chipotle burgers. I love, I love a bit of that Chipotle. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a <around>, folks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.